Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. I'm Craig Martin. You're listening to the Inside Connection, coming to you live from Los Angeles. Hi, Christina. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year. Sometimes I wish we could have sound effects on this show. I'd do little mini, you know, fireworks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Welcome to the new year. <laughs> yeah. It's exciting. I love it. I love 2022. I think it's a mm-hmm. good year. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. 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 You know that on February 22nd this year, everyone's going to be going crazy. <laughs> they sure are. 22nd of 2022. February yep, of February, because uh-huh. it'll be two, 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 two. Yes, 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 yes. So that's exciting. We have a, what is that? It's not a palindrome. I was thinking now the whole year. That's a palindrome month. for yeah. sure. A palindrome. Okay, okay. I was. <laughs> that one is a palindrome. It'll be the same forwards and backwards. Yeah, we had a couple right. of those in December because, like, you know, December mm. whatever, Right, mm-hmm. if it was twelve nine, one, twelve yeah. eight, you know, all those one two eight two one, those were all palindromes. So there were a lot of those in uh, December, in December of this past year, for sure. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So right, right, right. Yes, it's good. I love the way the planets are moving, and I love the fact that Jupiter is now in Pisces. I know we're going to bring everybody into the show for the year. We're going to talk a little bit about tonight, like, what is in store for 2022? How is the astrological movement occurring? What are the major transits that we're going to be looking at? And what, you know, is on tap, right? That's what mm-hmm. we talk about here on the show. But I think... We can definitely look at like the birth chart of the year, like Mm -hmm. this birth chart of the year and how we're going into the year with a retrograde Venus Mm -hmm. and Venus conjunct Pluto. Mm -hmm. That has something to do with a powerful woman, right? Some kind Mm -hmm. of powerful women that are going to play very strongly in our lives and also in the lives of the globe, like the global energy is definitely with retrograde Venus and Capricorn conjunct Pluto, there's going to be some intense female energy coming forward this year. And, um, and I, I like that. And right now, you know, kind of tomorrow, I guess it happens. Mercury is going to go retrograde as well. So for our Mm -hmm. listeners, we're going to be dealing with a Mercury retrograde all the way until the first week of February. Hold on to your socks, especially anybody who is an Aquarius or anybody Mm -hmm. who's born in January, um, because it's going to go all the way back into Capricorn. So it would say that it's a lot of strong energy around, again, community, friendships on, you know, the online environment and the isolation, Jupiter and Pisces, Saturn and Aquarius, Mercury and Aquarius, retrograde, everything is still online. Yeah, big time. I think it's a really going to be kind of like a technological. I mean, they sometimes are in general Mercury retrogrades, but this one feels like it's going to be a little bit more, a little more ramped up. You would think that the pandemic is completely facilitating this more isolated online world, right? 
Like, isn't that why Zuckerberg started his company and wants to create this universe outside of reality, right? Where everything is online. The whole thing is just a computer-driven reality that we immerse ourselves into. It's a little weird, but, yeah. I mean, if you could create real, like, say, pub pub or bar environments Mm. where – you could put some kind of headset on and mm-hmm. like go into like a bar environment and really interact with different people that are in the bar and still you're at home and you can't get the coronavirus that way. That's kind of amazing technology. And it's, it exists. It does exist. It definitely exists. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been like, you know, small time with like gamers I want to say like I'm mm-hmm. I'm not a particular gamer but I know a couple and um I mean you know teenage boys but also you know grown men in their 20s and 30s and it's surprised me the last couple of years I've just found out people make friends online just through online gaming you know friends that they they consider to be a friend for years lovers so, <laughs> they they meet people that they consider to be having a romantic relationship with online mm-hmm. for years, even though they've yeah. never met. Yes. Yes. Right. So there is something very um, connecting, you know, Safe. through the mind. Yes. Safe. In Aquarius, people at a distance. Sure. Yeah, I mean, think about it. If you're if you're drunk at the pub, but you're actually just drunk on your couch, <laughs> you can maybe say some things, but you won't be dancing on the tables. It's going to so, put the DWI patrol out of business. <laughs> right. So that's Neptune, right? Neptune is also in Pisces still is going to be there for a couple of more years until 2025 mm-hmm. and Jupiter now is in Pisces and it's going to be interacting quite strongly with Neptune um, mostly oh, yeah. in the spring mostly in the spring we're going to see the Jupiter Neptune conjunction in April and I think we'll see some things uh, you know emerging definitely in drug culture uh, drug mm. legalization and yeah. also like the virtual entertainment world, both because Pisces, Pisces mm. is alternative realities. So that's Fantasy. why that has yeah, to do right. with, right. But that's why it also has to do with drugs because it's about escapism on every level. So mm-hmm. there, there will be uh, an even greater renaissance in a desire to escape from the the burdens that we're all feeling, the isolation that we're all feeling and to be able to, Connect in an escapist way. Should also be positive for maybe like an uplifting in compassion. You would think Jupiter and Neptune mix really well in Pisces. The thoughts of charitability, you know, human consciousness shifting into a greater sense of if there's suffering and I can do something to alleviate that suffering, I should try to help. I should try yeah. to help participate. So. I could see that Jupiter and Neptune and Pisces. So that's this year in regards to that aspect of, of the chart. But there's certainly a lot more that's going on this year other than, you know, just 
Jupiter, and I think it's big. I think Jupiter and Pisces conjunct Neptune is a big part of 2022. It, it feels like a really big part too. Like it, like last year was one of the biggest ones was our Saturn Uranus square. This year it does feel like Jupiter conjunct Neptune, Jupiter being in Pisces, like a lot of that feels, and I, like, I agree with you. It feels, you know, I've been telling people there's, it feels like there's a little bit more hope or faith coming. You know, we, we need that. And both of those Jupiter brings, some hope or some faith that things are going to be okay. And then definitely Pisces wants them to be that way. Not necessarily sees them clearly, but still. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think that that's a great interpretation of that is to say like hope, hope, hope that human beings could become more charitable, right? That Mm -hmm. we see suffering and we, if we saw suffering and we, we worked towards alleviating it, even at the smallest level, there would be so much less suffering. Yes, right. If everyone did that, if everyone did something to alleviate suffering, then there would be so much less suffering. Yes, yeah. I mean, think about like, what if, you know, uh, the vaccinated people, the numbers of vaccinated people rose all the way. I feel like that would collectively make us feel, oh, well, we're all trying you know, we're all trying to take mm-hmm. care of each other, right? It's like that type of feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Helping each other. Because that's that's one way that we're helping to alleviate suffering. Right. Is by and not not creating ourselves as a, a vector for the for the pandemic and then possibly spreading it to other people. We want to try and minimize that the best that we can. Right. So I think I think as we're entering into the year with Venus and Capricorn, you know, the loving aspect of this Venus retrograde in Capricorn, love is serious. Our ability to love each other is a responsibility, very Capricorn mm. energy. It's not a very frivolous year. It's not going to be a very mm. frivolous year. could be a little spaced out, you know, with the Pisces aspect. A lot of people are going to certainly take advantage of that by escaping into drugs and alcohol. But yeah. That's not the only possible um, outcome of that, right? Astrology could become even more important and a, and a greater vehicle for um, human understanding because anything that's mysticism is connected to Pisces. So mm-hmm. spirituality, the inner world, the inner life, mm-hmm. our energetic connection to each other, we can either mm-hmm. embrace that or we can escape from it. Pisces has mm-hmm. both sides of that. Right. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm thinking, too, I'm wondering if also, like, travel. I wonder if, you know, April, May travel numbers are going to go up because that also might be a way to escape reality. And with Jupiter there brought in the horizons. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, think though, it also... I think on the shadow side, it's like a drug resurgence. Mm-hmm, you, know, mm-hmm. you start hearing about like a drug mm-hmm. resurgence or issues with that. And people really, because that's going to actually be the second year anniversary, March, and then moving through the second year anniversary of this and how it's kind mm-hmm. of still continuing. And, um, right. right. And I can see where there's a lot of people at the tipping point. You know, sure. they 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 sure. really feel 
I can't even imagine being a frontline worker. You know, God bless the frontline workers and kudos and a shout out to my lovely neighbor who's a frontline worker, medical doctor and in COVID emergency room situations. And that's a beautiful thing to be doing when we're talking about selflessness and alleviating suffering. But at the same time, it has to be a tremendous burden. Yes. Taking a heavy, heavy, heavy toll, I'm sure, especially just because it was so... um, and it doesn't end it doesn't end you know at least at month nine you have the baby and you can finally pee normally again but this doesn't <laughs> right. end and any you know when when we go into anything right like even if you're even if you're even if you're sick or whatever right like some, some medical doctor is going to say to you like okay well it's six to eight weeks okay well it's 12 to 14 days Sure. You, know, you get you get like a a prognosis. Yes. And the social prognosis for the coronavirus is a giant question mark. Yeah. Yes. In bold. Yes. In bold font question mark. Like Yes. Huh? Yes. What's your Thank what's you your social prognosis for the coronavirus? It's one giant hands up shrug. Shrug. Have no idea. Yeah, it's still very much. What was it? Just two weeks ago, all the or last week, Chicago schools closed down again. Right. Who thought? Who would think? So we still have all of that, and you know what? Some of that is coming on the tail end of what you brilliantly mentioned about last year, the Saturn Uranian Square, which mm-hmm. we had the last pass of in December. So Mm -hmm. we're very much still just sort of leaving that behind. And, you know, Mm -hmm. what's nice about astrology and, you know, you and I talk, uh, talk astrology all the time is that we were in 2019 and we said, okay, Saturn is going to conjunct Pluto Mm -hmm. in the beginning of 2020. This is big. Is it going to be war? Is it going to be famine? Is it going to be pestilence? You know, turned out to be pestilence. Yeah. Right. But, like, it, it's right there. It's right there as a roadmap for us. Yeah. You know, we have it right there as a roadmap. We just need to be intuitive enough to be able to interpret what it is that it's telling us. Generally, this is a more positive, more uplifting year because Jupiter is going to align with one of the outer planets. That's mm-hmm. generally more uplifting. Like, generally, right. you would say that right. the outer planets are not going to make really hard angles to each other right now. And that's good. That's, that's, yes. that's, 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 that's positive. You know, from, from something especially comparing, there. comparing to what we've been through. The, yeah. The, planet- I mean, the kind of thing, uh, what happened in 2020 where Saturn conjunct Pluto and, you know, became the representative energy of the coronavirus. We don't have another really significant painful transit like that until 2025 when Saturn conjuncts Neptune in Aries. Saturn Uh and Neptune both go into Aries together and that's going to be pivotal as well, which we're not going to interpret today. But as far as like really getting the rug pulled out from underneath us, we have a couple of years before that actually happens again. So we're settling into this energy from obviously COVID-19 from the end of 2019, (laughs) but it really should be just COVID-20. Because yes. it it blew up, it blew up 2020. 2019 was already over. 
Um, right. Right. And and we're marching forward into 2022. We have a couple of um, eclipses, but they're not going to be total. There's a partial mm-hmm. eclipse of the sun in April. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a Taurus eclipse. And then there's a partial eclipse of the sun in October in Scorpio. So there's going to be two eclipses of the sun opposing each other, of course, Taurus and Scorpio. And then there will be two total eclipses of the moon, one in May. Um, That one should be nice. That's a total eclipse in Scorpio. Total eclipse of the moon in Scorpio. And then a total eclipse of the um, moon again in Taurus in November. So, Uh you know, eclipses come in cycles, which I always think is really interesting, right? They come in, they come, did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Pairs, right? They come in pairs, but they come in cycles in specific signs, Mm -hmm. meaning that the next time we have eclipses next year in 2023 or the year after, they'll still be in Taurus and Scorpio until they finally end up shifting into the next set of signs. Mm-hmm. Right. And we There's just, such an incredible rhythm. Yes. You know, yes. God, God, goddess and all of its wisdom, mm-hmm. you know, created something that has harmony inside all of the chaos that there's, there is something very subtle. Most people don't notice it. Extremely it's, subtle. Yeah. But it's there. Right. It's All you there. have to do is look up. <coughs> yeah. No, no pun on don't look up. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. I was, I was, <laughs> I was thinking too, like, right. We just got out of, we finished up doing our Gemini Sagittarius eclipses, right? I think that's right. what we were had the past couple of Correct. years. Correct. Mm-hmm. And now we're going into the Scorpio Taurus eclipses. So it is going to be more about possessions and letting go of possessions and um, a sense of what belongs to us individually and what it is that we need to share, which mm. you can see there's a collective need for us to understand that. Like, you know, human beings are very possessive. Yes. Uh, very. Obviously, you know, we sailed here in the 1600s and took over the entire continent. And now we call it ours. Right. Never let go. Like, Iron grip. Well, yes. We just claimed it. We just claimed it. We sailed here on boats moved millions of people here and then said, this is ours now. Yes. Right. Right. And I think in navigating relationships with each other, we we try to figure out those boundaries, right? What is mine? What is ours? How do we share? How do we share? How do we share? People get so testy, right? Yes. You can hardly even ask someone for a byline. Yes. Yes. Without being yes. like, okay, I hope I'm not stepping on her toes. Uh, yes. <laughs> right, 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 right. And I mean, it kind of, we can, I mean, I can see, you know, the rumblings with all of our resources being held up a little, the docks, 
you know, and not coming in all the way. Um, Inflation in general. Right. Right. Our relationship. Inflation in general, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Inflation in general is definitely a big part of Scorpio. Mm. And Taurus, you know, because everyone is then competing for the same pie. Mm-hmm. And if the standard really is all about money, right? Like, in other words, the standard for who gets what globally is if you've got the money, you get it. If you don't have the money, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. So if there's only X amount of oil, diamonds, gold, or beef cattle, right? Mm-hmm. And then everybody wants some of that. Mm-hmm. The price goes up. Right. That's very Scorpio because it's all about trying to figure out what's the equitable way of sharing. And we've all decided that that's based on affordability. Hmm. Right. Instead of right? necessity. What's fair is if you can afford it. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Very curious. The darkest part of Scorpio. You <laughs> can't afford it. Oh, God. Can't touch this. <laughs> Get back to work. Do you love going to restaurants where there are no prices on the menu? Oh, uh-huh. Because if you got to ask... You can't eat here. You can't. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh, I can't show up at the table. Right, 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 right. But we're just getting through all this Aquarius. So interesting. The fairness, the equality, the collective needs. I think there'll still be financial instability and strong fluctuations in financial markets. Uranus is still in Taurus, and it's going to be for at least three solid more years, maybe four. Yes. At least three. Good three solid more years. And it it's going to be now in the axis of the eclipses, right? Because we're going to have eclipses in Taurus, Scorpio, and we're going to have uh-huh. Uranus right in there. So I think I there's it. still going to be financial instability. Some windfalls, obviously, to be made. Sudden yeah. and unexpected changes in where money shifts to. Yeah. Like, cap, what do they call it? Cap or whatever? Market cap? Like, market uh-huh. caps are going to shift for sure. Mm. You're going to see mm-hmm. market cap shift. Like, what gets a greater share of the market cap? Um, like, you know, whether that's obviously more online stuff, right? Online is going to get a greater yeah. share of the market cap. Just yeah. like Amazon and Zoom, you know, and and all of these different companies that surge, there's still plenty of money to make out of the online community and the online world. So Huge. that's one area, possibly crypto. You're probably going to see crypto um, have a shift because more and more people are using it and buying it. Right. And even though we're not globally, like, spending crypto, the people who are buying it now know that we will be. Like, it's coming. Like, the usability of crypto is on the horizon, and by that time, crypto will be very expensive. It will be expensive to buy it once you can use it to buy things. 
Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. I was thinking, too, when you were talking, you know, even this entrance from this year with Venus conjunct Pluto and Capricorn, I know that's a lot to do with women for sure, but that also feels a little money-oriented to me. That feels like because Venus does represent values, what we value, Mm -hmm. there's a real um, serious look at it. Um, I mean, that could also talk about the inflation as well. But what is truly, truly of value to us? Mm -hmm. What is truly of value to us in, in the Capricorn realm, you mean? Yeah, I mean, both in the Capricorn and with the conjunction to Pluto, too, like the underground worth. The- power. I mean, power is really the first thing that comes to mind to me there. You know, like that's like Vladimir Putin and the Russians amassing on the Ukrainian border. You know, that's mm-hmm. that to me feels like we value power. You know, mm-hmm. and patriarchal, patriarchal power also, you know, the traditional vehicles of um, war and army, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Capricorn, that kind of thing, like uh, military yeah. and, and, and your reputation as powerful. R- reputation, right. Yeah. Right. You're doing Capricorn. Capricorn, right. Yes. Yeah. I think that there are certainly plenty of things that are on the horizon. I don't know that it's going to be a bump-free year, but um, but it is time. It is time for people to take a step back. You know, when spring comes this year and Omicron dies down in the Northern Hemisphere – you're going to see a lot of people, I wouldn't say it's necessarily travel in that way that you were talking about it, although I, I like that word for Jupiter for sure, right? It's a, mm-hmm. it's a travel. But, but it almost feels like going back outside and finding meaning really at the beach or in the woods mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, like in some kind of um, – connected immersive way like like pisces nature right then that spring will facilitate us moving into that like to be able to experience each other Mm. you know going into a place of almost like reverence right pisces like reverence for for peace peace pisces for Mm -hmm. just peace you know, right. there's been, it, there's so much agitation mm-hmm. and maybe Jupiter and Neptune and Pisces can bring about a little peace. Oh yeah. That would I be definitely, nice. I think it, I, I, I don't doubt that it will. I mean, we're, I mean, we're that would, that would portend it. well, that would portend well for coronavirus numbers to weigh down. Like they right. have in in the south in the southern hemisphere where it's summer right now, the numbers are way way down. None of those countries mm. are on high alert mm. because it's turned out that COVID is uh, seasonally sensitive. 
Yeah. Just like the flu. Just like the flu. Right. It doesn't like hot weather and it doesn't like humidity. Uh Uh-huh. Which is good to know. So, like, you know, if you're out and you're breathing and you're breathing out COVID and the temperature is above 85 degrees, it kills it much more quickly. If the humidity is 95%, it drowns it. Mm. Whereas if it's dry and cold, it can live a lot longer. It's preserved. Mm. Right. And we just, I mean, we're feeling it. We're, I mean, at least, you know, the Northern Hemisphere, yeah. we're definitely feeling the the full effect again. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It does. Man. You know, we want to say Happy New Year to everybody. We want to remind everybody that if you have some interest in learning astrology, we run the Los Angeles Astrology School. Please find us online. That's a great place for you to learn more about astrology and how you can learn more about your own chart through astrology. If you'd like to get readings or you want to know more about me and Christina, you can find us at Sage of Stars. Um, online at Sage of Stars, online at Los Angeles Astrology School, or at sageofstars.com. And other than that, we will be here next week. We have a full moon coming up this weekend, so everybody enjoy that beautiful full moon in Leo. And um, yeah, the Leo full moon, very regal, very dominant. Mm. And other than that, it's good to be back. It sure is. I hope everyone has a lovely, lovely. Yeah. Let's January. Let's rock it out. I'll sounds see you good. next week. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Bye bye, everybody. <laughs>